Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hey listeners. I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week, they host different events, all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Oteil Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, join the Fab Faux, Joan Osborne, John Sebastian, Marshall Crenshaw, and a great group of faculty for the debut of Magical Mystery Camp. This all-inclusive, once-in-a-lifetime music vacation experience in the heart of the Catskills will be packed with nightly performances, workshops, speakers, song circles, open mics, and a lot more. If you're a performing musician at any level, bring your instrument. If you're a music lover, bring your good spirit. It's an amazing experience for individuals, friends, and couples alike. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon. And scholarships are available. Check out magicalmysterycamp.com slash helpingfriendly to learn more. You guys like coffee? Yes. I actually cannot function without it. Luckily for us, we have an advertiser, Passion House Coffee Roasters. Passion House was founded by a longtime fan in Chicago, and they've been sourcing and roasting some of the best beans in the world since 2011. Now they need your help naming a new coffee, an experimental micro lot from a renowned farm in Colombia. With coffees named Millie Grace, LSD, and Box of Rain, the bar is high for a new name. But we know you can help. Go to passionhousecoffee.com slash Osiris to read about the mystery coffee and submit your idea for the coffee name. While you're there, pick up some beans or cans of cold brew. I had the Passion Cat cold brew cans recently, and they're great. Our listeners get 30% off their coffee, so enter Osiris at checkout. Get after it.
right, guys. Welcome to the quick hit for Tuesday, 618. That's the show date. Today's the 19th. Um, this is RJ. Uh, we are talking to Mr. Scotty King, who's on the line. Hi, Scotty. Hello. How are you? Good. We're going to get some info on last night from, from Scotty King in a second. He's on Twitter at Mr. Scotty, S-C-O-T-T-I-E, King. And I just want to mention quickly that if you're coming to Camden next weekend and you'll be if you'll be hanging out for the weekend on Saturday the 29th, you should come see us at Tonewood Brewery. Um, we'll be there from 1 to 3 p.m. with the Fear of a Craft Beer Planet guys and a bunch of us from Osiris will be there having beers, hanging out, and, and having a good time. So you all should come see us. The other thing I wanted to mention is that uh, Beyond the Pond came out with uh, an episode today, so... If you're looking for a little bit more in-depth take on the first few shows of tour, check them out. Um, Beyond the Pond, I, I know you know where to find them, but I'll, I can link to it in the show notes as well. So with that out of the way, Scott, how you doing? Um, how, how was last night? And actually, I, I, before I get your answer, the internet told me, and the internet isn't wrong, um, the internet <laughs> told me that the show was not good. So tell, oh, the, <laughs> that's what the internet told me. Is that true? Right. Well, certainly... It's going to be one of those. It's it's a divisive show, at that. I think it's a it's a careful what you wish for kind of situation where mm-hmm. uh, the anticipation after Bonnaroo. I mean, there there didn't appear to be many arrows left in the in the quiver after uh, after Bonnaroo, but that could also open up to you know any kind of show. You could get a off the beaten path great one, or you could get uh, something like we had last night, which had. I think they took a lot of chances. Uh, some of them hit. Some of them didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what was the um I think when we, before we started recording you mentioned that it got started a little early was it was it a good kind of scene there were people excited and and ready for ready for the show or were people taken off guard by the early start? I think so. I think it's one of those things where on a it was so gorgeous uh down by the lakeshore last night. Uh I think, you know, a lot of people were on the lots and just sort of enjoying the scene and you know, fish doesn't come up to see us very often and so it's it's always an interesting mix of uh of your old Canadian friends and some of your American buddies that have come up as well. Uh, but yeah, I think even in the past, they'd gone on at like 7.40, and I think people were aiming more for that, so there was an early start. And if the internet is to be believed, I think there was a sound check that some people got privy to last night as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we came in hot. Uh, getting into Toronto can be a bit of a difficulty, and uh, we tried something different last night for a change. We actually took a lemo, uh, and, awesome. which was a lot of fun. Uh, a, a different way to kind of pre-show. Um, but by the time we got in there, uh, the crowd was great. The weather was great and we were ready to go. Cool. So what, what were some of your highlights from the first set? So the first set kind of gets off with, you know, your, your standard one, two, three of a, an ACDC bag, a, a five fifty five and an ocelot. And I think, you know, a quarter of the, the crowd was still coming in at that point, but, uh, we all danced our way in. And then, uh, and then, you know, samples, a, a sentimental favorite. I was, uh, I was seeing the show with some people that I've been listening to fish with for about 25 years or so. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that's, that's always just, you know, nice to be with people you've been doing the same thing with for 25 years with a song like sample, but really everybody got excited when that stash hit, mm-hmm. um, mostly because of the, the St. Louis stash and, and just the, I, I see a lot of potential for, for stash actually getting out there a little bit this summer. And I think it did not quite to the St. Louis stash, but uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. That's cool. Yeah. It definitely was, had that kind of similar feel, but maybe not. Yeah. Like you said, not as far out. And the 
kind of the wedge, Frost, Haley's, we're just running through a few. Um, anything there before we talk about the Ruby Waves? Yeah, if, if, if you listen to the tapes, you might hear a little bit more enthusiasm than usual for the, for the wedge. Somebody up front had a We the Wedge sign, a la the We the North uh, from the, uh, uh-huh. the Raptors team. And uh, so I'm not sure if the We the Wedge uh, sparked that or not, but uh, when they hit the, uh, the could have come so very far in at least as many years, uh, it, had, uh, it had some special meaning for a city that just had a 2.5 million person you know, Raptors parade the day before a lot of energy still left over in the city from that. Really but, cool. uh, yeah, it was, uh, that was fun. Uh, but then frost and Haley's, like you say, sort of bit of a dip. Uh, and then we hit the Ruby waves. Yeah. So had you seen any ghosts of the forest? I did not get a chance to see any ghosts of the forest. Cool. Although I, I will cop to the fact that, uh, that that album got a lot of play around here. And, uh, I, I really think it's a special recording. Yeah, definitely. The album's amazing. So you yeah. you enjoyed the performance of it, too? I did. I did. Um, you know, I'm still warming up to the song from a lyrical standpoint and, and that kind of thing. But uh, uh, I think what really drove it was somewhere in and around the, the six-minute mark, Fishman really takes over. And I think on these Ghosts of the Forest songs, uh, Trey and Fish just have a really special connection right now. Yeah. And you could see that Fishman wanted to take it for a ride, and he just took everybody else with him. And I think that made it really cool. That's great. And you got a you got a somewhat rare first set closing. You enjoy myself, which sounded to yeah. me like sort of you know nice to hear. I don't know if you had any any thoughts on yeah, it. Yeah, there was there was a long boy slipped in there beforehand that just oh, right. kind of <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know it definitely was about the yam at the end there. And uh, a lot of people left the first set feeling pretty good about that. You end with the yam. It's got it's got good energy. Uh, it, it was propelling us toward that that second set. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, the the last uh, first set, uh, you enjoy myself closer. I think was twelve thirty sixteen. So you don't see that. Oh. don't see that very often. And not at all. <laughs> and the second set, yeah, it did it felt like not like a um, kind of. It's, it's some sometimes when the second sets don't don't really hit. It's like you know Trey's searching for something or, or going through things. It, this didn't really feel like that to me, at least. Um, did it feel like that to you or did it feel like they were intentional, but maybe didn't, um, hit the momentum that they had before? I'm not sure. Like the band, I, I even like, if you go back to the first set and like really selling the lyrics on Halo, the band was having fun, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Trey, Trey's getting a huge kick out of his, uh, his wireless. We'll talk about that a little later, but, um, you know, I think they were just looking for something different to start the second set with and, uh, and plasma in that opening slot. I'm not sure has it ever been in the opening slot for a second set? No, not, not have... as a second set opener. Nope. Yeah. So, you know, your, your fish brain kind of goes off. It's like, okay, this could be something special, but really it, it didn't launch. And uh, I think they immediately sort of transition into final hurrah. Um, when you start to look at plasma final hurrah, you're like, okay, okay, let's, let's see where the second set's going. But mm-hmm. it was nice to hear, hear the final hurrah. It was, it was jammed. The, the, the length of it may not look like it was jammed, but, uh, yeah, it was a cool jam it, in there for sure. Yeah. And, and really pretty. Right. And, uh, and that moment, I'm just kind of, kind of handed over to CK five. That was, uh, probably my favorite lighting part of the night. I think, nice. you know, the, the, the sun had just started, you know, the sun was set at that point, And so everybody kind of let the rig take over in that pretty jam. And so then coming out of that pretty jam, you're like the wingsuit makes sense because that's kind of the mode that they were in. Mm-hmm. But as far as a vibe 
thing, it just dipped the energy in the entire shed. Hmm. It just kind of dropped things out. Um, and, you know, people began to, to sort of wander at that point and uh, really well played, really pretty. Yeah. But yeah, it, I really it, don't, I don't ever mind that show. I, I mean, that song, I just, I feel like it's like, it works wherever it's played, but I can understand, I guess, if, if you're expecting them to kind of amp it up a, a level or something. Yeah, I think those that were, were hoping that the dance party was about to start mm-hmm. really got kind of you know, kneecapped by the wingsuit. But mm-hmm. if, you're, if you were I was, I mean, everybody was enjoying the lights and, and, and enjoying the song. I liked the song quite a bit. But then the question was, how, how are we going to get this going? Like, when, when does this take off? Because the, the flow is definitely what people are going to be talking about. If they're complaining about anything for this show, it's going to be flow and, and song selection. Mm-hmm. And uh, did Golden Age get it started? It did. It did for sure. Um, you know, it smiles, high fives, here we go kind of thing. Um, but they really kind of searched early on for what kind of a golden age I think it was going to be was. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I remember just kind of turning to one of my friends. I'm like, who's going to take the lead here? Who's, you know, who's going to lead us out of this? A lot of sound effect looking for the right sound. And then about the seven minute mark, they lock and it's good. And then I feel like they got lost again. Mm-hmm. I feel like like they they had found a spot, but they they just couldn't quite catch the wave. Um, and so it, it's a good golden age, uh, but we're still looking for something over twenty minutes on the tour here for something that really is the the big one. And this was not the big one. Yeah, and I don't know what did what did you think of the golden age? Yeah, I mean, I think um, you know anything the mid sort of mid second set big jam seems to be a little bit more common over the past several shows. Um, mm-hmm. there've been, there've been some like set openers that have been shorter and then they kind of get into it more down the, as the, uh, as the show goes on, like the twist, um, from Bonnaroo yeah. and, and yes. a couple from yeah. St. Louis similar. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta be, um, you know, you gotta be, be ready for anything, but then it, it seemed like the, true. the next, I like the, I like the jam, but then, you know, they're, then they kind of. Everything was shorter, I think, than than maybe we were expecting as part of the part of the deal. I think so too. I think so too. And because they didn't quite find that that big jam to launch off of, I think they just kept, you know, add a song, add a song, and that's where I always wanted it that way. I think comes in, um, page takes over, and and you know I was excited to hear that, but I think we're all waiting for the time that that song does its huge mm-hmm. bust out. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, we, I don't know whether you guys were into the New Deal down in the States a little bit, but we mm-hmm. had that, that band up here for a while, and I've yeah. always just thought that that could be... I know how big a fan page was of the New Deal and that kind of stuff, and I, I could totally see that launching at some point. And so I was very, very, very anxiously waiting for that to take off. But again, just just didn't find it, yeah. and uh, and we hit the Caspian. Yeah. Which, that's a song that haunts me. It follows me everywhere. Now, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm lucky because I've gotten to witness probably the best two Caspians of the 3.0 era in, in the Magna Ball, and I was at Pittsburgh okay, in 2017 cool. as yep. well. So I've seen some good Caspians, um, and it does follow me, and I told everybody before the show that they were going to get a Caspian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it just was pretty standard fare at that point. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then, yeah. And if I could, um, this is only the... I think third that's been played since 2014. It's just such a rarity. I've only seen it once in, in all my years of seeing fish. And, so and that would have been a this, cool thing for me. This, this was very cool for me as well. Cool. Um, and this, uh, I, I had seen it, I had seen it once before back in the nineties, but, uh, this was, you know, I hadn't seen it in so long. And again, 
I kind of go back to that sample in a jar hoist era, this group of friends that I was there with, like it was, it was just kind of a really nice, I appreciated it a lot. I got a little sentimental, um, during that time. Yeah. I'm not sure those that were looking for a big banger at the end of the second set were as appreciative, but yeah. for me personally, <laughs> I will take, I will take an, if I could live, cause it just, it touches me in all the right places. So the, I know there, there's a 46 days, you know, set closer and then the, the second longest, or I guess third, if you count, you enjoy myself of the night was, uh, the encore drift while you're sleeping the second time we've heard that this tour. Yeah. The 46 days, I think definitely came off better live than maybe it's going to come off on the tape. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trey and Mike got in like chasing each other sort of around the stage in this like revolving duel and uh-huh. they kind of circled each other a little bit. It would have been, uh, I think people would have been, if there was a, if there was a webcast, I think people would have been talking about that more. I, I may have a, a video that, that displays this, but like, again, the wireless rig, Trey was having a lot of fun with that. And he and Mike were nose to nose during that jam and the crowd was just eating it up. So I think, I think that's one of those things that if you saw it, it's going to come off a lot better than, than, you know, the tapes. Yeah. And what about the and encore? Then, so the encore, um, you know, as we do, we look at our watches when the second set ends and it was 1040 and we're like, Whoa, that is, that is a lot of real estate mm-hmm. still for an encore. Uh, and so I, I actually thought they were going to pull out the beneath sea of stars at that point mm-hmm. that is, mm-hmm. this was going to kind of do the, the petrichor slot, if you will, for the, the encore. But I was happy to see drift while you're sleeping. And in some ways, it's almost like a three song encore when you get drift while you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, it's kind of three different songs all in one. Um, you know, by the time you transition into the, into the reggae part and then the affirmation at the end, yeah. um, it, it was a good message. Uh, I think, uh, you know, for me, I was, I was very reflective on the, on the, on the whole night at that mm-hmm. point and, and just nice to soak it in. And again, I got five songs that I'd never seen before. And for me to say that these days, yeah. <laughs> for along the road of band with this band, that's, uh, that's nice as well. Right. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's really cool. And what, yeah. um, I appreciate you sharing that with us and it's, it's a good thing to end on. I think it's just that perspective of, you know, so much new music. And um, we, we've talked about that on the couch report and a bunch of other places that yeah. it's just, it's amazing to get this much new music. Yeah. And, and, and that's going to keep things fresh throughout the whole summer. I think, I think those, uh, the blossom show, you know, if this was 10 years ago, I might be, uh, rejiggering my plans for the day and heading <laughs> for Ohio, but, right. uh, such is not the life that I live these days. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's for sure. And then, and then I guess the other thing is that I'll kind of leave with too, is that, you know, it, it was a pretty early ending show as well. I think people thought maybe they're going to slip one more in, but we just hope they come back to Toronto. We love it when they come up and, uh, we're very appreciative when they do. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm glad you got to see it. I'm glad you got to see a bunch of new songs. What, what kind of, what jam do you want to um, leave people with? Yeah. My first temptation kind of on the ride home last night, we were, we were saying, well, I guess the standard answer would be a second set golden age, but I think your listeners probably are going to want to hear that Ruby waves jam just because I think it's the most unique and special and, and, and stuff that people haven't heard yet. So I would, I would, uh, I drop them in to that Ruby waves jam and they can get something new. Cool. All right. We're going to do that right after, right after a quick word. And, um, Mr. Scotty King, thanks so much for joining us. No problem. My pleasure. Happy to be your Canadian correspondent today. (laughs) Have a good week. 
Experience the trip of a lifetime with history travel. Explore unique places inspired by the most fascinating events and people of the past with world-renowned historians and local experts as your guide. Go to HistoryTravel.com and sign up today to receive $500 off per person on international trips and $250 off on domestic trips by using promo code PODCAST23 in the special request section of your booking. History Travel is created and managed by Academic Travel Abroad. Offers cannot be combined with other savings. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. So, you guys have what you need for summer tour? I have my big floppy hat. Yes, I have my prescription medicines. I have my tickets, I think. Oh, and my earplugs from EarDial. We're happy to have EarDial as a sponsor. They provide invisible, high-fidelity hearing protection so you don't mess up your ears at concerts. They're some of the most comfortable earplugs I've worn. They fit well, they block out the background noise, and they let the music shine through. EarDial is offering our listeners 20% off their earplugs, which you can find at eardial.com slash Osiris. Seriously, we recommend these earplugs. I've used a lot of earplugs. These are the best ones I've used. We hope to see you at a show this summer sporting them. Check out eardial.com slash Osiris to pick up some today.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. Oh.